Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Tea Time the podcast. And today I'm recording this episode like first thing in the morning as I'm having my morning coffee and I felt like it's so fitting. I've had this on the agenda to record for a while, which is a morning routine episode. I know people love to hear about morning routines, watch morning routine videos on YouTube, and I just love them myself. So I just wanted to give you all a peek inside my morning routine. And it's a different approach slightly to how people might share their morning routine. Because first off, which gives you full permission and not just full permission, but to just release the pressure of this perfect morning routine right i feel like we turn our morning routines into this elaborate (laughs) ritual and you overwhelm yourself with it you know you may not wake up as early or like we just give ourselves this unnecessary anxiety around something that really is just supposed to help you have a very great day productive day a day where you feel good a day where you feel pumped whatever it is that you need to start your day on the right foot And that's not what it's supposed to be, you know, like a morning routine could literally just be three things that you do in like 10 minutes. And if you can do that, and that's exactly what you need to have you start your day on the right foot, then that's your morning routine. Now, my morning routine has changed and evolved over the past couple years. So I want to share a bit about like my ideal routine. So in a nutshell, my ideal morning routine i would wake up at like 5 a.m now there was a point in time where i was in this mastermind group with women um most of them based in the united states in the area of like new york and then there were a couple of us in like other states and you know international and like i loved that like i was someone who suffered with waking up early my entire life and suddenly i became a morning person and to this day i still advocate for waking up early and i'm seeing like so many videos lately on tiktok about oh well you know we worship waking up early and we should you know normalize people who are most productive at night and um, i hear them actually i hear them however I know personally after becoming a, I won't say a morning person, but someone who has seen the benefits of waking up early and what happens when I sleep in late, like my mental health starts to decline, my struggle with like depression and anxiety increases and there's just something that magically happens no matter how deep in a slump I might be, I could wake up at five or six Just something that's relatively earlier than what I'm doing at that point in time. And once I engage in a morning routine, I feel amazing. So just from a mental health perspective, it does wonders for me. And that is what works for me. And that's why I just kind of wanted to like show so many different sides and angles to how you can approach like your own morning routine right like there is no right way there is no one size fits all to this thing so i'm just gonna give you a a bit of backstory with my journey with morning routines how it's changed and where i would like it to be so yeah so i saw this these videos about waking up late and it's like i totally agree with it 
but at this and especially being a creative you know being a designer for so many years us creative people get so much done at night but this is where like i have so much of an internal struggle is because i when i wake up early like i feel so productive i feel so great i you know tick things off the list but i probably <coughs> excuse me i probably don't get creative type work done first thing in the morning right um and then like i get so much creative work done at night it's like okay if i'm going to sleep three o'clock in the morning or like one two three in the morning how in heaven's name am i going to wake up at five or six or even seven yeah i would feel crash so i would have to go through these periods where it's like okay i have a bunch of client work on my plate i'm gonna do the night thing because that's what my creative you know personality thrives on and then i would jump back on my early morning routine so i found a way to balance it in that way now Let's take it back to when I started the 5 a.m. morning routine. It was amazing. We'd get up and watch um, mindset stuff, inspirational stuff, and that is really great food for the mind. But um, since being a part of that group died away, because um, it's, it's just something that you kind of like come in, you take what you need, and you come out kind of thing. And currently, it's not active. So that's the story on that. And then I got into my own routine where I kind of slacked off of the 5 a.m. But because, remember, this is pre-pandemic times. Because I'm a mom and I have to wake up, you know, idly for a mom's sanity. You want to get up before your kids get up, right? At least an hour. So I still try to wake up around 6 or so. And then you have to get them ready. You have to like, you know, make breakfast, get out the door, drop them to school, etc., etc. So I would say kind of stopped waking up at five for a very long time, even though I would still try. But something came along and really threw me off of my routine of waking up at five. Or well, even 4.30, I would wake up. Like I would even take it that step further because I really loved my morning routine. Then comes in the pandemic and then it's like, well, what's the point? You know, especially when we first went into lockdown and everything's locked down and everything's shut down. And since then, I have struggled to like start back to get up at five, at six, at seven. Like now my body just no matter what I do, like clockwork, my body clock is 8 a.m. And it's like, you know what, my work, they can start at 12 noon and I could have a full day where I'm present as much as possible with my children, you know, have breakfast, you know, still have a morning routine. You determine when that morning routine starts. So that's my full transparency moment. That's the time that I wake up these days. But I am still trying to wake up earlier every single day I try and I'm not going to give up, right? You know, sometimes we feel like, oh, well, this isn't working. Maybe I should stop. Maybe I should do something else. You know, you pressure yourself so hard and it doesn't happen. And you just go through this constant cycle of beating yourself up. So let's get into 
what happens in a morning routine and the activities that I like to do, whether I'm waking up at four, five, six, or seven, or eight, um, what happens in a morning routine? So that morning routine is really that time of the morning where you pour into yourself, right? You don't idly, you don't look at your phone. Even if you pick up your phone, you just don't open social media. You don't open up your messages and get sucked into, you might look at your notifications, but don't open the apps um, and reply or, you know, read or consume. Like you really should not consume. You really should pour into yourself. So here are a couple activities that you can possibly consider for your morning routine. And I'll also share the ones that I engage in. Um, and the thing is, it, uh, it's not something that you stick to these very specific three things or these four things because it becomes boring and monotonous. You engage in activities that fill you up. So the first one that I would recommend is reading. This was one that I used to do um, when I would wake up at 5, 6 a.m. I would always have an audio, not an audio book, a Kindle book on my phone, and I would read that. Somehow I've fallen off that routine, even though I have, I keep downloading new Kindle books, <laughs> right? But I'm probably just in that season, and I have accepted that, but I do know that these are books that I do want to read, and I will get to them when I get to them. So reading does wonders. It does wonders for your mindset. It's just that active, something about reading, it doesn't matter what it is. It could even be fiction. Something about reading rather than consuming the news or social media first thing in the morning does wonders for your mood, does wonders for your confidence, does wonders for your a positive outlook on life because it's just something that's productive. The other thing is I swear by that I I think I always come, I wouldn't say come back to, but it's really a mainstay, is journaling, right? Now, journaling could be just journaling out your morning thoughts, your fears, your concerns, writing about your future. You just journal. You could journal about something that was triggering the week before. I mean, if you're going to journal out things that were triggering i would recommend that you do that in the night not first thing in the morning but again do what feels good for you i absolutely love journaling out my thoughts the other thing that kind of goes hand in hand with journaling is affirmation so affirmations and journaling could be one or affirmations could just be something that you sit and you recite to yourself or you write your journals and the the act of writing your affirmations like you would write them i spoke about this in an earlier podcast episode one of my earlier earlier episodes about mindset tips for entrepreneurs i think that was episode seven but go back around those numbers and you would find it where you would it's called scripting right i have since released the idea of scripting because it feels like work and the idea behind scripting is that you're trying to manifest something and writing something like it's penance for those of you who had to do quote-unquote penance in primary school 
you would you would know that 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 is not a very fond memory so if that's something that you had to do <laughs> after a while the act of like manifesting and calling and in things into your life it's supposed to feel have it should feel positive it shouldn't feel hard it shouldn't feel like work you should feel aligned to it and scripting i no longer feel aligned to how Ever, I would still write my affirmations when I feel like that's what I want to do in my journaling experience. So when I write my affirmations, I don't say, okay, I'm going to script and I'm going to write seven, seven, seven pages or 77 pages or 55 pages of this affirmation. Now, if this is all new to you, I urge you go and Google it and you know, do your own research and run with it. But my intention is not to go in depth into that stuff. It's just that you are getting a couple of tools and you could do further research into it. And then you'd understand possibly why I don't practice scripting anymore. But it is a great practice. People do get results from it. It just stop. It just doesn't feel aligned to me. So for me, for me, when I do my journaling, I would just write my affirmations a couple times until I feel like, okay, this is enough. And then I'll just continue writing other things a part of my journaling experience. But I don't say, oh, I'm going to script and I'm going to write this specific phrase 20 times, <laughs> right? So that is one of the things that I like to do. Now, that is like the spiritual aspect. Like, of course, your morning routine should incorporate some act of spirituality. So, of course, it can include or should include, you know, praying, you know, reading your devotional, whatever that is for you. I'm being very, very careful not to specify on religion or anything like that because we all have different beliefs all i'm going to say is whatever your spiritual practice is if that is reading your spiritual book um your devotional um praying whatever praying means for you then of course you know that is something to have as part of your morning routine whatever your spiritual practice is right um, I also try to like drink a glass of water first thing in the morning and have a breakfast, right? But your so one of the things that I did when I was not feeling at my best, having this elaborate morning routine can become very heavy. It's you, you wake up, you're laying in bed, and it's like, oh, oh my god, I have to do all of these things. But who said we have to do all of these things? So, what I did, and it was sparked, I have to give credit to TikTok by something I saw on TikTok, and I was like, it was like an idea that happened, but I also saw it on TikTok at the same time, if that makes sense, where I was like, okay what is one action item that i could do to get me out of bed rather than lay here and dwell on whatever is plaguing my mind first thing in the morning and that first thing for me was just head to the shower and wet your face or get in the shower like just get in there don't think about it so my min my minimum morning routine i was like okay what is a low maintenance morning routine and that first thing in the morning is head to the shower 
so my room is a master bedroom so that's really easy i don't have to literally leave my room i look to my left no it was my right i look to my right and my bathroom is right there so i tell myself just get in there just get in there so that you don't lay here for an hour or you feel tempted to start scrolling social media which is not a very healthy practice in the morning especially if you're feeling very low dealing with you know like depression and anxiety and all that stuff so that's that so it was to get in there have my shower you know do those things wash face brush teeth blah 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 blah, blah. and once i get in the shower my next thing is i need my jolt of caffeine so coffee then my third thing was to do some sort of mindful practice which would be meditation i would open the headspace app i love headspace i swear by it there's also calm is another app that people use and i think there's another one i can't remember the name right now but headspace is definitely my go-to which i will be sure to link to it in the show notes below um so that's another thing that I would do. So I would use Headspace. If I'm not in the mood to listen to a Headspace meditation and do all of that, I would open up my podcast app and just put on something that I feel drawn to. Whatever it is. It could be anything. It really doesn't have to be any specific type of podcast. It could be a business podcast if you feel like it could be this podcast, right? Um, so yeah, I would open up something and honestly, that has been something that I have been utilizing for the past couple weeks. Like when I open my eyes, I have been, again, playing with, with, with thoughts sometimes of like, okay, we're still in a lockdown. What is the point of anything anymore? <laughs> and those are the thoughts that, you know, you have something called runaway thoughts. And we can't let our thoughts run away with us, right? We have to be intentional about it as much as possible. So I have been able to catch myself and be like, well, this isn't productive. And I can't do this every single morning. I want to start my day and get on with my day and not let my thoughts run away with me. So what I would do now is as soon as I open my eye, like I'm ready to get up and get going. But if I'm struggling to do that, I would reach for my phone. And instead of reaching for my phone for the typical thing that people do, I would ask like, you know what, Cassie, I don't want to hear my thoughts. I want to hear someone else's thoughts. So I'm going to put on a podcast. So that's how I have been combating any morning challenges that I might have. I would wake up, I'll open my eyes. And as soon as I feel like I'm starting to drift off, I'll be like, okay, let's get this day going, grab my phone, find a podcast. Gary V tends to always be just the perfect fit of what I need. It doesn't have to be related to anything, but it just gets the brain and the juices going. And it just helps me to have a positive outlook on life. Like he could be talking about NFTs. He could be talking about whatever. But something about Gary's energy just gets me going. Uh, and so I don't necessarily have to find my spiritual type podcast. Like I just need to find something and I need to find it quick. right? So that is a bit of what I practice in the morning time. So let me just try to recap what I just said. It's get in the shower, right? For me, 
have my my boost of caffeine so for me that's coffee i love making my caramel macchiatos or my or a latte right um for others i know matcha is all the rave lately i am not into it um maybe that might change i really try to like it i really have but it feels like i'm drinking grass um <laughs> so uh yeah so get in the shower so that's like my action step caffeine and put on something relatively well i wouldn't say relatively something to nourish the mind so that's a podcast and the other things that i would have mentioned in this episode is read a book you know <clears throat> or put on an audiobook so that's another thing that i could do instead of the podcast is put on an audiobook for one of the books that i have been meaning to read right um journaling affirmations meditation you know it could just be a simple five minute ten minute breathing exercise it does not have to be this long laundry list of things it could be just three or even two things or even one thing and that you make your morning routine whatever you need it to be but these are just a couple of ideas to just give you a head start and just to also reassure you and let you know that life happens and that your morning routine is going to evolve and i don't even like the word evolve it's going to change according to what season you are in according to what's happening in your life at that point in time according to what's happening in the world according to what season that you're in according to what you might be experiencing in life right now you know you could be going through divorce you could be going through a death in the family you could be going through you know your child is going through a stage and you need to be there for them that you have to adjust your morning routine to suit um <clears throat> on that note i just want to say to the moms out there as it came to my mind we always hear about the the child that's going off to college and how impactful that is on us as women and you know women with careers or women in business i'm speaking to you all and one of the things that we don't talk about is the different challenges that come at each stage you know you have that first stage um when they are like babies then they become toddlers and everybody keeps saying oh it's gonna become easier and i remember having a conversation with a mom and my kids were toddlers and we were talking about oh my gosh i miss this about this stage but this stage right now is this I can't wait to go into the next stage and in that moment <coughs> i'm sorry i need to take a, a sip right <sighs> in that moment it just came to me i was like i i, I agree like we always have this conversation about this new stage etc etc but I was like, you know, every stage is going to have its new challenges. Like we're looking forward to when they're five and they can help themselves. And, you know, it's so hard having to do everything for them, etc., etc. 
but we also hear about those teenage years and i honestly feel as we come conquer one stage there's another stage and honestly right now i'm going through this stage where i'm beginning to mourn my like you know that childlike stage of my child and as she evolves and she goes into tween and ultimately teen like your child changes so much i'm sorry to go off topic but your children change so much that it's almost like there's so many different versions of them especially in the childhood years um and then we begin to find ourselves and we taper off in early adulthood but when you look back at the pictures, every single year to two years, you have a different child, so to speak. So all of that to say is like, especially as mompreneurs, we always have something to cope through and some challenge. And that is impactful to us. The sky does not have to be falling. You don't have to be going through a huge breakup or a divorce to be adapting to a different season of life that might be affecting you in a particular way and anyway it's a very long-winded way to say that your morning routine is going to change if you're a man listening to this and you've reached this far thank you for bearing with us and the patience but i think it's no secret by now that my target audience i wouldn't even say my target audience but my audience is women. My audience is people like myself, mompreneurs, and that is what it is. But you all are also welcome to listen in. And I love that, you know, the guys listen too. Um, if you could, you know, share this with the women in your lives, I would greatly appreciate it. And for the moms, and even if you're a woman in business and you're not a mom, you're going to be a mom one day. And even if you don't plan to be a mom one day, this podcast still is useful to women. So if you enjoyed this episode and you resonated with it, you've made it this far, that means that you enjoyed this episode, right? So please be sure to leave a review, right? Um, I would really appreciate if you haven't left a review yet, Please just take a couple seconds, well, maybe not a couple seconds, probably like a minute or two, to find the review section of this podcast and leave a review. You, yeah, leave a review. And also, you can share this podcast with someone else. It really does mean a lot and it really does help the podcast to grow. So, I will greatly appreciate it and I will catch you guys on the next episode.